Hi, Mama. I'm so excited to be back with you here today. Today we're talking about the B word. You guessed it. Boundaries. Dun, dun, dun. Such a crucial key topic for a healthy, healed whole life. If you want to be set free, you've got to learn how to set some healthy boundaries. And so I couldn't be more excited to go here with all of you. This is something I just love to teach because it's so crucial and kind of simple. I mean, it gets a little complicated, but the concept is simple. And I, I hope I can break it down for you in a way that you can have some takeaways today and be ready to implement them. And so if you're not sure like what what exactly this looks like or why you might need a boundary, why you might be lacking one, if you feel like you are constantly failing yourself or someone else, if you feel like you can never be fully present if you feel like you are always overworked, if you are constantly in anxiety because you feel like you need to be in all of the places at all of the times and you can never do that, if any of those sound like you, if you struggle with people-pleasing, if you struggle with resentment, that's a big one, if any of these sound like you, then today is your conversation. And it's not just going to be today. I'm going to have a, a multiple episodes on this. I don't know exactly what that will look like yet, but this is such a, a big topic that goes into every area of your life. And so make sure you're taking notes. Make sure you're ready to go and do the work because this is some good content that you need for your life. And with that, as we are on this series about boundaries, make sure that you're getting all of your questions in. I would love to answer your questions directly. My whole last episode was from someone's question. So make sure that you are in the Facebook group so you can talk to the group. Send me the questions. The group is at bit.ly slash Morning Mama Facebook group. That's bit.ly slash Morning Mama Facebook group. So come on in there, pop your questions in. I'm sure so many other people have that same question. So do everyone a favor and ask it. I can't wait to meet you and get to know your name. It's going to be so great. But for now, let's jump into our first episode on boundaries. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Mama. So jumping into boundaries today, you know, this topic has been so crucial in my life for the over the past decade. I began leading church small groups around this topic way back then because I read the book by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. 
And it was life-changing. It's just called Boundaries. I will definitely link it in the show notes for you. But it really changed so much for me. It helped me just understand myself, understand the things I was feeling, understand why I did certain things and how I could stop them. And so I really wanted to help spread this message even back then. Even while I was still really working out what this meant in my life and how to live a healthy, boundaried life. So I'm going to be talking today a little bit about um, what I learned from the book, a little bit about boundaries that I learned in restoration theory, and it's kind of a mix of all of them. I don't really remember which reference came from where. This kind of has just been what has taught me what I know today, and so um, I'm referencing both of those. But essentially, to start at the beginning, a boundary is really where I end and you begin. Uh, Oxford Dictionary defines it as a line that makes up the limits of an area. So we all have boundaries. Like even I think in the book, it talks about how even God has boundaries. Like we are not God, right? And so that that makes it a boundary because there we are different from each other. There's a separation. And that is what a boundary is. And, you know, God does not just come down and tell us exactly what to do and make us do those things like that would make us robots, right? But we have free will. That is a boundary. God has clear, healthy boundaries to help us thrive. He has set rules in the Bible that if we follow them, our life will be a million times better. He knows what we need to function as humans because he created us. And so those are healthy boundaries he lets us choose. But the reason we even talk about God is because some people might have a negative connotation with boundaries because sometimes boundaries does mean saying no to things. And that's, we're going to talk about that. Sometimes it is saying no. Yes, it's more to it than that, but that's part of it. And so sometimes people don't like this word boundaries. They feel like it's not biblical. It's not right. But we can see that in all of God's creation, including himself, there are boundaries. We are separate from animals. We are separate from our children. You know, there is an order to how things are. It's not just one big mush pot of, you know, all of us together. Everyone is God. That's not what we believe as Christ followers. So I want to start off that conversation from that viewpoint so that you can digest this easier. This is based in in God's perspective on what we need to be healthy. This is how we are going to thrive. So to boil it down into like three different kinds of boundaries, and this is something I got from restoration theory, which really is based in Salvador Mnuchin, which is a famous marriage and family therapist, one of the founders of the practice. But really, you can delineate it like this. One, this is kind of what most people imagine when we talk about boundaries, people that have diffuse boundaries, diffuse. So this means unclear. They're porous. Uh, If you were to draw like a very simple shape, it would be a circle with small little dots. This is not going to be as powerful since you don't get to see visually, but maybe I'll get back on Instagram and post this for you because it's a really powerful image. But basically, like it would be like a circle, but with these little dots. So it's barely a circle, right? Because these little dots let everything come in and everything go out. And there's not really a clear delineation of where the circle is. It allows so much movement. 
And I'll give you some examples in a minute. And then the second kind of boundaried person might be rigid in their boundaries. So this would be exemplified in a drawing of just like a whole complete circle with a solid black line. So there is nothing coming in and out of that circle. It is a solid brick, strong, <laughs> strong circle. And that is that is the way that some people have their boundaries set up. Now, the third option is, of course, the clear boundaries. So this is clear, strong, but open. There's, there's, there is room for movement, but it's not all movement. We know where the circle is. So this would be like almost as if there were like hyphens going around a circle. So it's like lines that are more clear than these little dots of the diffuse boundary. I'm going to show you this on Instagram. Just, yeah, go look there so you can see the imagery. But those those are like the three pictures. But let me go into some, some examples for you so you know what I'm talking about here. The best analogy that I ever heard to describe this is from, I think it was from the book. It's talking about a house. So if we imagine our boundaries like a house. So I want you, as I'm going through this, imagine what, what your house would look like. Which, which one do you identify most with? So if we're going for the diffuse boundaries, this is someone that, you know, really allows a lot of things in and out. So if we were to imagine it as a house, this would be a house with absolutely no fence, probably no lock on the door, maybe not even a door. People come into the house when they want to, they leave when they want to, and maybe they leave with your TV set. Who knows? And there goes your coffee table. You know, people get to come in and out. There is no say. You don't really get, you don't decide when they come. It's all about what they want to do. And you kind of just let them come into your lawn, let them leave, let them leave trash on your lawn. You know, there's no real distinction from your yard to the next yard. It's all just kind of a, a mess. And so you can imagine this person might struggle a little bit with people pleasing, right? Allowing the other people to determine what's happening to their own house. There isn't a clear separation of who they are, what they want. There's not clear expectations set for people. And I think this can be a really big one that people struggle with. This is kind of the classic boundary example because for this person, they really will need to work on the no when they're working on their boundaries because the no for them is going to be crucial. Okay, and then if we were to go to rigid boundaries and we were to draw this house, I imagine it would be have like a 20-foot fence. Maybe that's a little crazy. At least a 10-foot fence. You know, there is a solid fence around this place. No one is coming in and no one's probably leaving. Whoever's in there is is there. They are protected. Oh, yes, they are protected. But they're also probably a little isolated, right? Because no one's coming in. No one's going out. Everything is determined by them and what they want, what they're going to do. So as you can hear, this person really might struggle with letting people into their life, letting people into their heart, really being soft and letting people teach them and mold them. And you can kind of even just get like, when you compare these two, you're thinking about the differences, this this rigid boundary person, it just feels so isolating and, and even cold thinking about it. There's not a lot of community, not a lot of warmth, you know, and then you think about the diffuse boundary person and that, you know, there's lots of people there. That's great. It's like a party, but wow, it also sounds really exhausting and like very out of control. And where is the normalcy and where is the order? So, you know, there's there's pros and cons to each side, but then we'll talk about what a clear boundary looks like, because I don't believe that God calls us to live on either side of those. But right now, which side do you struggle more with? Do, would you hear yourself more in this diffuse boundary without the fence? 
people coming into your house whenever. And maybe that's not an analogy for you. Maybe that's really happening. (laughs) Maybe Uncle Charlie took your TV set last week. Or maybe, you know, you relate more to the rigid boundary and it's hard for you to let people in. You like things a certain way and if they're not that way, then everyone else has to get out. Things need to be that way and almost, not almost, to your detriment because you want that so badly that you don't allow any room for flexibility. You don't allow room for anyone else's opinions or what what they might need. It's all about your perspective and what, what needs, how things need to happen in your way, in your time. And there's no shame on either side. This is all for growth, right? You know, I know... You know, I've struggled on both sides of this. I think in the past, I really leaned towards this diffuse boundary side. And I I still can at times. But for me, it really goes into my people-pleasing. Like, I so just want people to like me. And and it is not always a good thing. As we know, people-pleasing is not good. We want to be papa-pleasing, right? Up to our Heavenly Father. And when we follow our Heavenly Father's guidelines, we will love people well but we don't need to please them all the time, right? So I remember like when I, you know, first got to college and I had these new roommates who are both really amazing people and I love them very dearly to this day. But, you know, one of them and, you know, she would laugh at this, but, you know, she just was a little bit disorganized. You know, she like is the quintessential Belle. Like if you go to Belle from Beauty and the Beast, she is the person I have most met like her. She literally would get lost in books. Like she would be brushing her teeth as she read a book. And then, you know, she would put the book down who knows where, finish up. And that, you know, like it was always this whirlwind lost in this book, which is so amazing. She's so intelligent and so loving and amazing. But she would also, you know, in this whirlwind of being in the book, she would grab, you know, whatever hairbrush she could find, right? And brush her hair with it. And, you know, depending on where she ended up in the room at the time, she would might leave that said hairbrush any possible place, not where it was originally found. And so I remember when this happened, and just, it's a small thing, right? But I remember thinking like, Okay, this is frustrating, but I I, I can't say anything. I, I don't need to do anything about it because, you know, I just need to love her and it's fine and I don't need to worry about that. I'm I'm just being too nitpicky. Like I need to share my things. It's it's fine. And okay, that that might be a stance that you take for a time, but you have to figure out where your heart motivations are. And I think my heart motivation was not in generosity and abundance and I want to love you and I really don't care about my hairbrush. It was, oh, I don't want to pick a fight. I don't want to cause conflict. I just need to be a peacemaker in this moment and I, I don't want to ruffle any possible feathers. So I'm just going to be really annoyed at you and not tell you and pretend like it's okay. Anyone else relate to that? Yeah, I think there's some of you in the room. And really what that is, is it's lying. Like you are not really okay with that. That is a lie. Like, well, let's call it what it is. That is not the honest truth. And so you are doing a huge disservice to yourself, to that person, to your relationship when you speak out of this place of needing to people please and needing people to like you and to not cause conflict because that is not honest. 
and no healthy relationship can grow from that place. And what ended up happening with me is I grew resentful, you know, because it would happen with various objects over very various times. And so I, I let it stack up and stack up. And there was a day I remember. And, you know, so you guys have heard about how much I struggle with my anger. And, you know, that came out a lot as a kid to my parents and my brother. But really, no one besides them had seen it. Maybe some close friends at certain times. But, you know, my new roommates in that first year, there wasn't much of that that I let out. And so all she had seen was me smile and say it's fine and, you know, happy or or whatever, you know. And uh, I remember this one day we're about to walk off to class and I needed my boots. I could not find my boots anywhere. I had my whole outfit planned out. I needed those boots. Those boots were the only ones that went with the outfit. I had (laughs) saw it all in my mind the night before and I could not find my boots anywhere. And I was so frustrated. I was so over it. I grabbed whatever shoes, I went to class, and I came back later, and I walk in, and this this roommate was wearing my boots. And oh my goodness, did I lose it. Now, you know, we all shared clothes, so it wasn't like she was breaking some kind of rule. Like, I know you might be like, oh my gosh, how did she take your boots? That's so personal. But no, like, we would we would all share each other's clothes. So that, that was normal. But, you know, what I hadn't communicated was it would bother me if she didn't do it without asking and that she didn't put it back in the same place. And so I had built up this resentment for a long time. And so I walk in, and she's wearing my boots, and I freak freak out on her. (laughs) I remember thinking, oh my gosh, no one's ever going to speak to me again. They're like seeing the real unfiltered me. And it was really not pretty. And, you know, we are totally fine to this day. We've had many other conflicts. We are great. But, you know, I think it all could have been prevented if I had just set some healthy boundaries, if I had communicated what I had been feeling the whole time, what I had known was right, what I had known was what I needed. But instead of doing that, I kept it shoved in. I let her walk into my house, take the cat, walk out. And I didn't actually communicate the boundaries, right? And how is she supposed to know what to respect, what the rules are, unless I communicate them? You know, she grew up with a sister. Maybe in their house, you know, you just take each other's things without asking. It's, it's all, it's not even each other's things. You know, it's all shared. It's all communal. And so in her mind, there's, there's no distinction, right? So we cannot pretend to know what other people are thinking unless we communicate it to them. We have to communicate our boundaries to them. And so this is what a clear boundaried house would look like. It would look like, yes, there is a fence around the house, but it's not super high. People can see over it. You can wave hello. And there is a gate. And you can choose to let people in. Come in, people. Come in. But you do that on your own terms. You decide when they come in. You decide when it's time for them to go home. You make sure they're not taking the TV with them. I don't know why this image of someone taking the TV cracks me up so much. And wow, doesn't that feel peaceful to think about people will only come into your house when you are allowing them, when you're asking them? Gosh, doesn't that, doesn't that feel peaceful? I mean, I, I just imagined myself in the diffuse boundary and people are coming in and out and there is nothing that makes me more anxious than people coming into my house when it's not expected. I mean, actually, I've gotten a lot better about being flexible on that. 
only because I know how to have boundaries. So if someone comes unexpectedly, I easily know how to say, hey, I'm sorry, not today. You know, this isn't a good time. But I also know if I'm feeling up for it, like I'm okay and I know when to kick him out. I know how to do that in a loving way. And so I have so much peace and confidence in, in you know, if we're using this house analogy, like our, our houses, I mean, we're mothers and so we are overseeing these homes. And so, you know, you can use this analogy like real in life. It, it relates to so much more. But if we we're to look at that, you know, I keep this peaceful house because I am in control, not in the overbearing, rigid, controlling way where I don't let anyone in and it's only on my terms, right? I just talked about, I've learned to include this flexibility. But goodness, is it so peaceful to know what I'm going to, I know how, what to expect every day. I know what to do in each situation. It is so full of peace, mamas. And you know, this, this whole question came from how do we stay present with all of our endless responsibilities? And, you know, I realized that the root of that is this issue of boundaries. And so if you are struggling to stay present, boundaries is probably an issue for you. So I want to mention next that our boundaries are going to align with our priorities. So we need to first get our priorities in check because, again, our boundaries are going to align with our priorities. So if we don't know where our priorities are, you got to look at your time. Where is your time going? And the reason that I'm saying that our boundaries align with our priorities is, okay, let's go to a situation in your home. So say you are at the dinner table with your family and your phone rings. First of all, where is your phone? Is it at the table? Is it away from the table? Is it in your pocket? Is it on silent? You know, there's, we'll, we'll get more into that. I think next episode I'm going to talk, or soon at least, I'm going to talk about boundaries on our phones, boundaries in social media, because this is a big one. But, you know, where is it? And then what do you do, right? Okay, so the person with diffuse boundaries, oh, oh, this is definitely an urgent call. I'm going to pick it up no matter who it is. Maybe it's not even work. <laughs> Maybe it's even just a telemarketer. Someone's calling the phone. I better answer it right now. That would be an example of someone with diffuse boundaries. But also, you know, maybe it's it's not anyone that calls. Maybe it is just work, okay? So, you know, you're in the middle of dinner and you answer it and it's work calling. You, you know, you feel like, oh, no, I have to answer this. Now, that one might be aligned with your priorities being in the wrong spot. And so your boundaries are following your priorities. So you have put work above family. Now, if this happens every now and then, okay, I get it. You know, this is going to happen. But we're talking if this is a regular occurrence, if your kids can expect this from you, if your husband's going to expect this from you, then this is an issue. This is your priorities are not in alignment as they should be. So take a look at your priorities. Ask yourself this question. Where is the best of your time and energy going? And if you, if you, if you say your work, then you might have a problem. This is the order that I believe that God has set up for us in the Bible. So the order of where our priority should be is first to him, always to him. And, and when we put him as the priority, he cares about every bubble of our life that, that is going to lead to healthy life, fulfilling life. And so we don't have to worry as much about the rest, but the, the rest of the order would look like our health is after that. 
making sure we are healthy. We show up healthy for our family. We can't be a good mom if we're not healthy, right? And then after our own health, it goes to our husband's. I know that's a tricky one, right? We I've talked about this before, but those kids want to sneak up over that and pop boop, right before our husbands, and that's not how it works. To give our kids a healthy marriage, we've got to prioritize our husbands over our kids. So maybe that's where you're struggling with boundaries. Maybe every time your husband has an idea about parenting, you shut him down and you just go to what you have heard or what you believe and how you believe it should be done. Anyone know what kind of boundary that would be? What kind of boundary problem? Rigid, right? And and you can see where the priorities are wrong. That person, and I don't relate to this at all. No, this is not about me. No, not at all. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe this is where I struggle a little bit now. I mentioned before I've kind of shifted. I, I kind of tend more towards struggling with a little bit too rigid of boundaries these days. And this is uh, sometimes an area of struggle, but I've, I've really been working on it lately. But you could see where that would be up. The priority shift is wrong. So they're valuing what they believe is best for their kids over their husband. And what would it look like to value your husband above your kids in that moment? I think a healthy boundary would be to shut your mouth and... <laughs> say, yeah, let's try that. Or, you know, you don't have to completely shut your mouth. It depends on where you're at in the conversation. I definitely agree with dialogue and figuring out together a shared plan. But so sometimes if if you've already talked through that plan, then sometimes it does just mean shutting your mouth and saying, okay, let's try that. Because, you know, what I've learned more and more is there is no perfect way to parent. I don't care who is talking about it. There is no perfect way. We are all learning. There is a lot of different tools out there that are great, but there's no perfect way. So as much as you would like to hammer into him your point about how this should be done, it doesn't mean that you're right. Even if you think all the research backs it up, even if you've heard it from this guru, it doesn't actually mean that you're right. You know, unless it's crossing something that the Bible has talked about. But apart from that, let him try it. Let him do that. Let his idea be heard. Let him have an equal voice in this. Okay, so, you know, going back to the priority list for a moment, it goes, God, our health, our husbands, our kids. And then I believe after that is our church, our home church that God has put us in. And then everything else falls below that. And you can figure out where those priorities go. So I want you to think about your life. What is a priority in your life that either doesn't need to be there or it needs to be moved lower. So maybe that is social media. Maybe that's work. I mean, look, social media shouldn't even have a place in this diagram unless it's for your work. My opinion, okay, I'm getting off. We're going to go there next week or next episode. It's happening. I will shut my mouth for now. Um, What else is there? Are your parents there? Your family of origin? Because, yeah, where are they on that? Do uh, do they go above your husband or your kids? Because guess what? God says, nope, nope, no, that's not where they go. No, leave and cleave. Oh, I think we've got to do a whole episode on boundaries and family of origin. That sounds like a good idea. Okay, so I have so much more to say on boundaries. We're going to have to divide the rest up into some more episodes because I'm just getting fired up about this and I'm loving it. 
But for today, I just want you to, one, be able to identify where do you fall? Where is your weakness? Everyone's going to have one. No one's going to be perfect at this. So where is your propensity? Do you fall to diffuse boundaries more often? Do you fall to rigid boundaries more often? And another quick one, if, if you deal with a lot of resentment, resentment is a sign that you need to set a boundary. So if you struggle with a lot of resentment, you probably are struggling with diffuse boundaries. So identify where you struggle and then look at your list of priorities. Figure out where the best of your time and energy is going and then look at what you need to change. How do you need to set up that priority list so that it can align with God's plan for thriving for you and figure out where you need to shift some things around? Where do you need to set a healthy boundary somewhere? And we'll go so much more into this. Please get into the Facebook group. Bring me all of your questions. I want to go so deep into this. It's such a big, amazing topic that's so life-giving. So get in there. Again, it's bit.ly slash morning mama Facebook group, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash morning mama Facebook group. All right. I can't wait to see you there. And I really am praying and believing that this conversation is just lighting up some things for you, that you're understanding some things that you just haven't understood. And now you can see it clearly. And I believe that God is going to do amazing things as you begin to unearth the healthy patterns that you have. And he wants to heal them and bring you so much life. And I can't wait to hear about it. Love you, mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.